0: Hello, thank you for listening and watching. You at Options. Uh, this episode, I have Candice uh, Mary Tato from the band Woolbright. Um, great band. They just put out uh, an EP last year called Carousel. It's great. Go check it out wherever you get music. Yeah, great conversation. Talk about uh, the art of bartending. Um, this uh, R and B artists, how she writes songs. All the essentials. Um, this episode is brought to you by Heat Two by Michael Mann. Um, yeah, check out Michael Mann. Check out Heat. Check out uh, Woolbright. Uh, believe it's at Woolbright FL um, on the social medias. Check out at Options at UO Options. Um, go uh, subscribe to the podcast go you know uh, follow us on youtube Um yeah thanks for listening thanks for watching enjoy Thanks Thanks for joining me. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. We were saying before that um, it's been, I don't know, every time we had it figured out, something popped up. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, that's general punk rock, you know, time where yeah. it's you got to be flexible. Uh, but you're talking, you're a bartender.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I currently bartend um it has been really fun but recently i've been like really over it and I'm kind of over dealing with drunk people and doing that but
0: i understand yeah well, yeah uh, is it, so are you at like a uh what's the bar like is it like a mixologist bar or is it like <laughs> are, you, are you are you using i don't know setting stuff on fire and i don't know yeah. com- combusting stuff
1: I am, actually. I am. uh, Some would call me a mixologist, if you will. I work at a speakeasy. Oh, shit. It's (laughs) Um, it's fun, though. It's really fun. Um, It's definitely a different style and a different pace of bartending um, that I like because people care about the craft, get creative, Yeah. Um, care about what's happening. And most of the time, people aren't getting, like, hammered. They're not, like, just ordering one and one's getting hammered. (laughs) People <laughs> are like, oh, this is delicious. This is from this region and this and whatever and they, they care about that. So mm. Yeah. But
0: Wait, uh so do you guys like post a, a speakeasy entry word every day? Is it yeah, like that yeah. sort of thing?
1: <laughs> it's funny because speakeasies, you know, initially they were, you know, during the time like Prohibition era yeah. like actually low key, but it's funny that they pop up now because like you could just look up Speakeasy bar, and you could just find the code. Right. It's, yeah, you put, you get, it's like a number and you find it online. Mm. um Yeah.
0: Is it, is it in like an old bank vault, your, your bar? Or is it just,
1: <laughs> it's actually, um we are above a like sports bar. So it is like a okay. sports bar, same owner, but it's def- two different concepts. And you walk in, it's like a random door. It looks like uh, there's a bunch of like EH Taylor bottles. Um, like people always get confused on how to find us and we're upstairs from that you know, type of code. And, oh, damn. Yeah.
0: That's pretty sick. So, uh, yeah. is, so you've, uh, has been, has bartending been your main gig for, for a while?
1: For the last like year and a half. Um, I was teaching yoga, uh, for, I was like in the service industry and then I wanted to get away from that. And I started teaching like a lot of yoga and even through the pandemic, um, I was teaching virtual classes and then, uh, once things started picking back up, I was like, yeah, I need to start making more money to afford to live, <laughs> <laughs> um, especially living in South Florida. Things are oh, very shit. expensive. They have skyrocketed up. So, um, more than it already has uh, been. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, I guess I'll start bartending again. Um, there's no shows happening right now, nothing like that. So I'm not going to need the weekends off like all the time, like how I did before and, touring really isn't a thing and then um yeah now it's starting to get a little bit in the way now that tours are happening again and stuff so
0: damn <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so uh this is gonna come out after this is gonna come out next week but you guys got some shows coming up this weekend right
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: is it a my some- uh florida weekender going on yeah
1: Florida Weekender, um, we're gonna be on the road with our friends in Glaze, they're a Jacksonville, like, emo pop-punk band in Guilt, they're like a screamo rock band they're really fucking cool, um yeah, I know Guilt's gonna be doing like a month-long tour, they're doing like a whole situation, but like we, me and Glaze uh, me and Justin hit each other up and we're like, we're playing that show in Gainesville on the 3rd for the warm-up sponsored by Fest Hmm. and, um we were just like, "Hey, uh, we need a. You want to do a weekender out of it? And like, just like, yeah, let's do it. So we uh, are doing Tallahassee on Friday, Gainesville on Saturday, and Orlando on Sunday. So it'll be Ooh. our first little string of shows, yeah, since 2019. That's yeah. cool.
0: And you guys, you guys put out a EP last year.
1: Yeah, uh, was it last year? Holy crap! 21. Whoa. Yeah 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 we put out
0: (laughs) where does the time go time just constantly escapes
1: yeah yeah um yep because we did like a six month little like marketing rollout for when we put that out because we couldn't tour like everyone in the band uh our drummer he does gigs like wedding gigs and stuff like that he does events um drumming as well as like sound and lights and stuff like that so all of the stuff from last the last couple of years that got cancelled got rescheduled, so he's been super slam-packed with, like, Oh, shit.
0: And, Doing, like, actual, yeah. like, wedding yeah. and shit. Damn.
1: Yeah. So, it's been hard to tour and get that going, Um but hopefully... Yeah, Sorry, my train of thought went that way. Why did my train of thought go that way? What was the question? The
0: EP came out last year. And oh, now EP. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
1: yeah, so... We were like, since we can't tour, what can we do in order yeah. to, like, keep our stuff going? So I'm like, oh, so we did a six-month rollout of putting out our music, uh, that little EP, and it was really fun. It was definitely something very different um, to let people know we're still doing stuff and, and getting going. So it was nice to put out music. It's been a hot minute. Hot, hot minute. <laughs> what, yeah, what was
0: yeah. the what was the last thing y'all had put out before the this EP? Before that?
1: Um I put out two things so I put out a it was just a solo thing a split with Absent Father Haley Butter's Absent Father we put that out in November I believe it was or October of 2019 we put out a single which is full band in 2019 of I think like June or July or something like that um I think July and then before that our LP our first record we ever put out that was put out in 2017 although Spotify it says 2019 but that was put out in 2017 Damn. so
0: yeah the uh are you the the main songwriter or is it like a, a group thing
1: i def- definitely write the skeletons of the songs um i am the main songwriter uh but i feel like that's going to change uh and then i feel like it's going to it's definitely changing like there are like everyone writes their own parts but i yeah. just like to do the structure and um, from there we'll like kind of mold it differently if it needs to be um done differently or if we like something better but for this new record coming up post sway our guitar player who he's got the most amazing freaking mind of all time in my opinion he's like my favorite songwriter of all time um he plays in a bunch of really cool bands lando he used to play in a run for the coast um he just, he's amazing. He plays, he's a multi-instrumentalist. He's awesome. He teaches music now too. It's really awesome. Um, he's like Jack Black at his place. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> okay. Screaming at kids. Kids too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, he's come up with a couple of songs that he wants to work on some ideas. So that'll be new for me. And honestly fun. Cause it'll work something different. Make my brain work differently. So that will be cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, Uh. it's always, cause I'm not like, Hold on. Uh, There's an Amazon person. Oh, Uh, never mind. Uh, Okay, she just okay, she just spiked the box and she's gone. Uh, But yeah, uh, writing has always been weird to me because it's like uh, you know, I don't know uh, insecurities of like not being strong enough songwriter. So I'm always like, let me find somebody else (laughs) to be in a band (laughs) with. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's weird because you think like people, and that's true. like you get that creative bit that happens, yeah. But also, like, it's a you got to practice that muscle. You just got to write songs, even if they're not good. You can't worry about it being perfect, but like, oh, just yeah. try it.
0: Yeah. You know? Do you when you're? Do you like passively come up with with ideas and just like I don't know something sticks in your brain and you just put it in your notes app or like how? Or do you have to like actively be? All right, I'm writing music for the next 30 minutes or or whatever. I don't know. Both. Yeah. Both happen. So
1: I'll get melodies. I'll either have guitar parts that I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I record it. Or I have melodies in my head. Um, It could happen literally. I could be walking around on Target and I have like a melody and I just start humming it into a voice memo, uh, voice note, voice note. And yeah, both. Both, and then sometimes I'm like, I'm gonna sit down and write a song. I'm gonna sit down and write, even if it fucking sucks. I'm gonna sit and just do it, get it done, and exercise it later. And maybe I hate it, maybe I don't, maybe you build off that. But yeah, so.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, have uh, before uh, before Wolbright, Have Have you always been at bands since like?
1: No. Um. So. <laughs> It, I didn't start singing. Um, I played guitar since I was like nine and I didn't start singing till I was like 17. I'd always yeah. wanted to sing, but I'd never did it. Um, and I had met someone in high school and we started like a project together. And that was like my first little, pro- it was like an acoustic duo project. And then from there we stopped doing that. And then I was just doing solo stuff. And while I was always in that project, I was always still writing my own music and then from there, I started playing in. And we did Woolbright. I got all like Woolbright is an amalgam of all the people in bands that I loved in South Florida, like mm. my favorite bands. We had always wanted to write and like be in a band together. So I'm like, hey, you guys want to do this together? And here we are. Um, I did play in a hardcore band at one point, did vocals for a <laughs> hardcore band. Okay. More metalcore, uh, super fun, but once I started getting the ball rolling, then I, I was doing bands and things like that. And but Wilbright's really been the main gig, um, yeah, so
0: mm, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you're in a uh, I don't know, Florida, South and Central Florida, it's you know, there's so many good punk realm people in the punk yeah. realm or whatever. Oh, yeah it's a, a, a hotbed.
1: 100%. It's, I feel like people are starting to see that a lot now and they're right, re- like recognizing like, Oh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out of Florida. And, um, it's so Florida's so big. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. it's so unique. Like we used to have so many, I've been going to shows for a really long time. I haven't been in bands, but I've been going to shows for a long time. since so I was like 14 and, um, we used to have this space called the Talent Farm, and there would be that was like the longest-lasting all-ages venue um, in South Florida. And uh, I feel like anyone from South Florida, if you ever like interview them or talk to them, they'll bring up Talent Farm at some point. I know Jer um, Scottune, like, Scottune, yeah, yeah, they stand. They used to work there at Talent okay. Farm. They stand Talent Farm to the. I think they have a Talent Farm tattoo. Um, <laughs> Yeah. It's, it was just a staple piece and we had, there were a lot of mixed genre shows. There's so much different types of music that happened down here. And so there's, it's so much. Um, so it's cool to kind of see some of that branch out, like people move into different pockets of the United States and, uh, continue doing music and, um, just having that branch out and people know about Florida because of that as well. Um, I feel like North Florida people are more aware of, and their people are, are more willing to tour down and go down to those dates and stuff like that. But I know getting down south, even to Orlando, is like a hell of a drive. Um, yeah. yeah, you could just tour Florida. You really could just do yeah. a, an entire Florida and hit main cities and do well.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's funny, like yeah. growing up in Mobile, like Pensacola is forty-five minutes away, but it's you know, which is Florida. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, there's so many different Floridas.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I know, like the Panhandle of Florida is like pretty much just like Southern Alabama, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is honestly pretty epic. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. We uh we just me and my girlfriend just moved to Birmingham, and so okay, it, it's cool. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of a lot of music going on up here. A lot of like, um, I know uh I, I've I've ran into uh, Jesse a couple of times. Yes. Um I tried to catch his new hard hardcore band, I guess, um uh, Wielded Steel, but I missed them at, at a show. Um Yeah. But yeah, it's so it's yeah. it's it's interesting coming up here and seeing like a thriving like hardcore punk scene going on.
1: Oh yeah, I feel like Birmingham is pretty they've been on that hardcore, like, heavier music kick for, like, a long time. I feel like that's very popular in Birmingham. And I, talking to Jesse on this last tour, like, talking with them, like, I got a little bit more insight of, like, how this scene is not too much, but, like, we've talked about it a little bit, so it is that, because, like, we toured through Birmingham. Kasim used to live in Birmingham, and they would book shows. Uh, They booked a couple of shows for us um, there, and Kind of growing that like indie, you know, more alternative rock scene over there. I don't know if, how big it is right now, but I know like the heavier music definitely is uh, pretty popular there. But yeah. Wielded Steel is freaking amazing. They, yeah, yeah they, they, man.
0: Yeah, they're cool. Uh, I don't know. They reminded me like of, I don't, I don't know um, if you're familiar with like Face Down Records. <laughs> they're like, I don't know, they were really big and like uh I guess I guess they were like it was that weird time of like where so many bands were like quasi Christian or something.
1: Okay. You know? Uh
0: but but <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Uh, it, I don't I don't think that Wielded Steel sounds like a Christian band, but like in the early two thousands there's that weird there's that weird uh influx of of like, there's an, uh, I'm trying to say this the right way. This is a compliment <laughs> where the, uh, I don't know, face down is super like heavy, but there's like always like a quasi like air of like, I guess one of the bands was Christian or something, you know, I don't know if yeah. you're familiar with like tooth and nail records. Yeah
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: like, it was kind of that thing where it's like, I guess it's a quasi christian label but like i don't know but it wasn't yeah. like yeah anyways they're good yeah, <laughs> they're they're yeah. hard yeah, yeah, yeah that's what i'm getting yeah. at
1: Heard, yeah, yeah. For sure.
0: <laughs> uh, running on running on heads at shows whatnot all that all that good stuff Heard. oh shit yeah but yeah i need to i need i need to get jesse on the podcast yeah in, in, in studio doing in instu. um but yeah what a. So, Wolbright definitely has, like, a sound. Uh, is Are you constantly, I don't know, are, are you ever, like, let's add a theremin or do something weird? Like, what what's your process with, like, coming up with new music? And are you always thinking of, like, I don't know, not, not f- like, shoehorning in something weird just for something weird, but
1: yeah. th- 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 Think- something
0: experimental, I guess. I don't know.
1: So how I will, I will say like this next album we're about to write that we are writing, um, we definitely want to take our time with it and we definitely want to add as many layers as we feel fit, um, I like want to have like a week or two weeks even of where we just like are secluded somewhere and just doing a bunch of stuff and getting weird and doing whatever the fuck and like recording weird sounds. I don't know what those weird sounds would entail, but I've always wanted to do that. I've always wanted to just sit and just write an album and like sit and really just flesh out a bunch of ideas and just get weird with it because your recording is like that full vision and yeah. then a live, and then when you're doing something live, you know, that's a different experience. Like it doesn't have to be exactly what you do on the record, but it's a different experience. And that's also what makes it interesting to want to see a band live, is like it's different. You add different things or it's, you know, more minimal or more, whatever the fuck. Um but I don't really think too much about it. My main reason for writing songs is because it's like I I like need to. Mm. So it's when I'm writing songs, I'm like, I have something to say. I feel this in my heart. I need to let it out. It's like therapeutic for me. Does not replace therapy. Therapy is great, uh, <laughs> but it is therapeutic. It is a form of self-care for me, you know? Yeah. Um, so I feel like if I were to start, if I start thinking of, man, that'd be so cool if I added this or that. And there are times where I'm like, oh, like adding this type of instrument or this type of sound in here, you know, not to get too specific, I'll be very broad about it, but like adding certain things. I do think about it, and I'm like, I would love to add this. Or like, there's, like, a clip from a song, or, like, I want to pay, like, respect to, like, another song. Like, I love R&B. It's, like, my bread and butter. And this next album, even though I want it to be really heavy, there's, like, some songs that I'm, like, I want to, like, have similar lyrics or a similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a lot of artists do that, where they will, like, borrow each other's songs and, like, show, like, what is it, homage to it? Yeah. Is that the word for it? Yeah. So, like... I think that's like always really fun to, like, have a tip of the hat to, like, oh, this song and, like, Matt, like, tying it in with another. Um, but, yeah, um, I don't really think about that stuff too much if it comes naturally, but I, I'm sure once we start recording, it'll start, that'll start to flow. And Josue uh, is really good with that stuff. He really likes to add as many textures and layers and nutrition, if you will, uh, a little bit of ear candy ah. here and there to call it um he loves doing that shit and yeah we all have like our our strengths for sure but uh yeah long-winded answer Mm -hmm. to just be like i'm not really thinking about it right now but yeah it'll probably happen
0: Uh, yeah give you some of that ear (laughs) ear candy we're trying to give give your ears type 2 diabetes just the ears though um Mm -hmm. (laughs) what are some uh what are some r&b artists that uh that you listen to a lot
1: um, I listen to a lot of Frank Ocean. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I love... This is not so much uh, R&B as it is more like Neo Soul. Um, I love Hiatus Coyote. I love Napalm. Her solo stuff's freaking amazing. Um, SZA, like a more... Yeah. love Love Um I love listening to like old R&B songs. Uh, like there's that Mark... It's more of like a party song, but like there's like that Mark Morrison song "Return of the Mac." Um, Return amazing. of the Mac, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amazing song. Um,
0: I think I think he had a, a tr- after that song came out. I think he kind of like went crazy. I remember just randomly looking up his Wikipedia. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think he got. I forgot. He got arrested for something, something, something bad. Oh can't remember
1: okay damn damn i'm not aware so please
0: don't what? come from me no, no 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 i didn't mean that as like <laughs> oh candace well let me i'm gonna trap you that was a trap yeah because i knew you're gonna say it uh, <laughs> no it's something crazy uh, he, he might have like stabbed somebody i can't remember but uh, oh, it doesn't take away okay. from it being a hot song you know
1: yeah true true <laughs> um Daniel Caesar, by the way. Yeah, love Daniel Caesar. I'm, like, trying to think of, like, all this stuff right now. I'm like, hmm, what other bands, what other projects? Uh, Yeba Smith. I don't know if you've ever listened to Yeba Smith. She's mm-hmm. amazing. She's done stuff with, like, Jacob Collier and, like, Robert Glasper and stuff like that. Um, Flying Lotus. Yeah. You know, amazing. Yeah. That's not so much R&B, but that's, like, that jazz. Neo, like, soul, just feel good, funky, awesomeness.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. I think uh Thundercat is supposed to be playing here soon. I don't know if you're a Thundercat oh, yeah. Thundercat person.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's always interesting to me, especially like you know how it is touring where everything is constantly falling apart. It's like uh it's tough especially with, with punk stuff, it's not like you're making it's not like you're making money on tour, usually. Uh, Yeah. So, like, trying to have uh, a decent, like, especially if you are incorporating all this different stuff on recordings and trying to have a good representation of the song when you are playing it live, is I don't know. Is that something you think of? Like, shit, we don't, we're not gonna be able to have uh, two keyboardists or whatever come along on tour. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. No. I don't think about that too much. And that's like another thing too is like a lot of our stuff is very like we don't add a bunch of crazy layers of stuff. I mean, you can always do samples if that's the case, you know, and be on a clip and have samples and stuff like that and really work on that um, aspect of your show. But yeah, I don't think about that. I mean, Josue, he could do multiple things. Like if we started to add keys, he could probably do keys and guitar. Um, That'd be awesome. But yeah, I don't really think about that stuff because it's like we don't really... I, I like when we, the four of us play live. I am like, okay, personally with it being the four of us. I like, I, we can have as many instruments and a bunch of awesome stuff. I don't ever really think about having more, although it was really cool playing gramps, uh, with Jer, when we did that show with Jer and we played gramps with them and having Jer come up and play trombone on mm. Tuesday was really fun. Um, and it's cool to have people come in and just, like, hop in and do stuff like that. I would love it, because I love... I would love also to have more vocalists. Like, I would love to have people just ripping some harmonies and, yeah. and doing that. And I love that stuff so much. Um, but the four of us, I'm, like, okay with it being super minimal, and it just being the four of us. And there we have, like, a vibe. We have, like, a chemistry together that is just, like... We've been doing this shit together, playing in bands together for so long, and I'm, like, okay with it being... Specifically... The four of us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's something to be said for, um, for an, only having like four people playing live, and um, it's sounding way bigger. I guess um,
1: the pedals are for
0: right. The pe- yeah, yeah. That's
1: what pedals are for. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, you get you get you a wall of pedals. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know Makes even. I don't know even like I don't know you'll see uh, like I I was able to see Prince he played at Essence Fest in New Orleans in like I don't know 2015 or 2014 something like that and it was only yeah it was just it was four people including him playing guitar and then like a keyboardist and singers it wasn't like it wasn't like 17 people on stage
1: it was not
0: was not no
1: yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just, you don't need a bunch. And sometimes it's wonderful to get, like, a bunch of people together. That was fun. That's what was fun about playing in Jer. Yeah. It like, they had a horn section and then, like, the, like, you know, the string instruments, too, like, the guitar and bass and stuff like that. It was just so much fun playing. And a keyboardist it was so much fun playing with, like, a bigger group, too. Like, it was a party. It was super fun. It was, like, the most fun I've ever had playing a show it was with Jer. Yeah. Um, so there's also, like magic in that as well but you know it, it whatever it calls for in, in each individual band or project whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: so, um I'm sorry I gotta say this but I'm really upset that I didn't say it before another R&B artist say. that I absolutely love D'Angelo oh yeah pay yeah, yeah. homage to fucking D'Angelo like yeah. the
0: king <laughs> Yeah. so yeah, yeah. Uh, what's a uh, uh, what is his uh like the "How Does It Feel" video uh, yeah. lives rent, oh. rent rent free <laughs> rent free in my head of him just spinning around, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Uh, do you anyway, guys? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what? Do you, so, do you guys like? <laughs> uh, do you guys put a lot of like when you're putting out releasing something? Are you like, oh man, we gotta do all this social media stuff and this. Uh, we got to make videos and we got to do all this stuff. We kind of, I don't know.
1: So that's what we did for this last EP. Yeah. We normally used to not, um, not that we used to not, it's just like the budget, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but now we're realizing it's an important thing to do. Uh, if you like, depending on how you want your band, like how far you want to take your band, you know, I like doing music videos. I think it's yeah. super fun. Um, this lot when we put out the ep like i learned how to do face filters like i learned how to code a little bit just to do face filters to match the singles we were putting out um we did like cocktails to enhance your experience for like each individual song we did music videos for those songs too with our our buddies i did two of those videos and then our friend steve did uh filmed two of those videos and um
0: wait cocktails yeah so you were can you explain that like what <laughs> you just yeah you just made the so, cocktail like is it like a video of you making yeah, a cocktail oh, okay.
1: yeah so we did i made like a little cocktail card to show the ingredients for an alcoholic and non-alcoholic mm. uh, version of it and yeah me and my friend angel who is also like a beast like she's behind the bar and in the kitchen she's like that girl knows flavor all right mm. cocktails she knows flavor um and uh So we would just get in theme. We had lights up and we would just make cocktails in order to enhance your experience of like the music videos that we're putting out for every single that we put on that EP. So that was fun. It was really fun um, creating that and um, getting creative with it. So
0: Mm. do you, so like. It's on our YouTube. Oh shit. I need to check it out. Uh, The, uh, when you're, um, when you're making cocktails, do you feel the need to do like crazy, shit like setting something on flare. fire and flare? Yeah.
1: No. Okay. I, I'm bad. What are
0: your thoughts like, on that?
1: I make fun of flare. I, okay. I think it's I think it's hilarious to make fun of flare. Um, my friend Lauren, we work behind the bar together. She's interested. In, I would love to learn how to do flare. Some of it's really cool, but I like to make fun of it sometimes, just poking a little bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Not hurting like, anybody. Just literally being like.
0: Yeah, can you give a, an example? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, like that, like this. You get, you have like the cup, and I'm like, you grab the syrup, and you're just like, whoop. and it's just funny. Like I don't know. Um, we like to spin the tins too. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We like to every once in a while we'll be shaking at the same time, and she's like, what, what? what? We don't do that. That would be <laughs> fucking chaotic. Um, but fun. <laughs> um, but we do want to. Yeah, flare would be fun to mess around with. Um, but just sometimes it just takes so much longer to make a cocktail and we are kind of like a busier craft cocktail bar. So it's like, I'm making like an eight step ingredient. I don't have time to, you know, go yeah. like this, do a little bit of that. Uh, okay. Under the, <laughs> under the leg. I, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> like, I got to get to the point right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't feel the need. It, but we, yeah, we do like some things we light up. Uh, we have a cocktail right now called Final Destination. Oh, uh, a little bit of overpriced It kills light,
0: you. Yeah,
1: We light on fire. I don't know. <laughs> it kills you with uh, joy. With taste, um, yeah. Delicious flavor, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but definitely love doing that. We'll stuff on fire, you know, some cool garnishes. Yeah, it's a good time.
0: Mm. What's the... Uh, if somebody ordered... Are there drinks that you're just like, fuck? Like, I know... I got friends at Starbucks, and they're like, "Fuck, this motherfucker ordered a frappuccino." Or I was whatever. gonna
1: say, "Was it a frappuccino?" <laughs> yeah, I hate making frappuccinos. They yeah, really hate them. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, there's one cocktail on the menu. I just don't like making it. I don't want to say which one. It's a delicious drink, but I just when people order it, it annoys me. I'm, is I'm annoyed.
0: It, is it? Yeah. Is it? Like how many steps it is, or is it like the steps are? It is silly. I have
1: to, I do a reverse dry shake. So well, because yeah. I'll tell you about that. So when you're that's an
0: insider up, term, yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you have a dry shake and a reverse dry shake. So what that is is when you're making like a sour or something that has. Um, egg white in it, or in our case we use aquafaba, so that you get that nice little foam, like in a whiskey sour or like a gin sour or Ramos uh, uh, gin fizz or whatever the hell. Anytime you're using egg white or aquafaba for that fluff in a drink, you, to get a really good fluff, you need to either shake it really hard before you add the ice and then shake it again. I personally like to do the reverse, to do the reverse where you shake the co- cocktail with the ice first, you slang that thing, and you take the ice out and then you shake it really hard so you're not over diluting it and you're getting that good fluff on the Mm. top so it's I don't know why just making that drink pisses me off you can order a whiskey sour and it won't piss me off but that specific one I don't know why it bothers me it it freaking annoys me I don't know why okay Um, yeah how
0: how long has uh, I've only you know I've only recently learned I I think I'm I'm out of the game because I know what I like and I, I just get what I like. How long has Fernet been a, a thing? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ferned. Um, Ferned? No, it's Fernet. But we, we oh, okay. Ned, the bartender's handshake. A strong opinion. Fernet fucking sucks, okay?
0: You heard it here come, first.
1: Come after me. I'd rather drink two ounces of Malort straight to the dome before <laughs> I would drink Fernet, okay? I don't give a crap. I'd rather drink chanar. Chanar is also like a type of, it's an artichoke, um, was it aperitif? I'm going to get roasted for this. The um, after I, dinner uh, drink? Yeah, which is what Fernet is as well. It's herbaceous. Um, I would rather drink green chartreuse. I would rather drink chanar, but green chartreuse is also very expensive. Also, you can't really even get, um, you cannot really get, Chartreuse right now, it's very hard. So, Chinar is actually it's an Italian bitter aperitif and amaro mm. uh, of the amaro variety. There we are. Okay, Fernet has been in the game. I'm not sure. A lot of people love it. I really can give you a time frame, but I know it's a bartender's handshake. It's just the worst. I'd rather not drink it. Keep it away from me. I'd rather not drink. Like, keep it away from me. Like, I don't want it. Um, yeah, there. Yeah. That's
0: yeah. Yeah, my. Um, I was at a bar. And the bar was kind of packed, so my buddy was like, "Well, you just order me a drink, and I'll just pay you." I was like, okay. And He's like, "Can you get me a fernet and coke?" I'm like, "Oh, fernet and coke? Uh,
1: yeah, that's a popular thing in in certain countries and stuff like that, too." Yeah.
0: Mm, nasty. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's. I think I don't like it. it feels. But, yeah. yeah, it feels like uh, it's kind of where now, yeah, and for a while, for a while now, Malort said this like, "Well, you gotta." have a shot of Malort because it's terrible.
1: Oh. Yeah, you gotta I, have to really lean in on the self-hatred. Yeah, yeah
0: I, f- I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fernet is approaching that um, that uh, kind of uh, you know cult favorite yeah. drink. Yeah,
1: mm. 100%. It no. is taking the world by storm right now. 100%. As as well as the espresso martini. And don't get me fucking started with this. It's delicious. Yeah. What are you doing with Bailey's in it, but that's also my hot take on that too.
0: Is it is what is a is it just the idea of the espresso and I don't, I don't know what's the what's the espresso, right? espresso exactly. hatred hatred I guess
1: I love espresso no there's no hatred it's just it you will it is taking the world by storm right now like you go oh,
0: like, okay
1: I we make we batch it. Because it's several steps, so we just batch it. We batch our liquor together, um, so it's the same every time. Um, so all we got to do is do our batch, and then our ounce of like fresh espresso that fresh espresso that we make. Um, but like, we'll just get slammed like immediately, like eight espresso martinis like right off rip. Like it's just it's also a coop issue. We, we're a small space. We don't have that many coops, but hey, I get it. It's delicious. So.
0: Is a coop a, a preparation area? What is that?
1: It's a glass, so, oh. um, you know, like, yeah, martini, you know, martini glasses, yeah, yeah. but it's like round, it's mm. like a, yeah, those, the fancy ones, pinky out.
0: Do you, do you yeah. guys like make your own fancy ice and stuff?
1: We don't, luckily mm. we order it, mm. we, we do have king cubes, like the big, uh, square rocks, cube rocks, but we order them, thank God, because that's a whole thing, and they're crystal clear, if we made them in-house, they would be cloudy.
0: Hmm is cloudy bad you want them clear
1: um it's just pretty amazing when it, it's just completely a clear ice cube
0: oh know? yeah yeah pretty awesome um yeah well uh i don't want i know you gotta run uh
1: um I, I have a question for you
0: yeah yeah you said you know what you drink what do you drink i like i don't know i just like old fashions <laughs> usually if i'm good ge- if i'm getting a if I'm, if I'm getting like if we go to like a nice cocktail type place i just get old-fashioned because i'm like there's so much stuff i don't know anything i'm dumb bourbon,
1: <laughs> bourbon or rye uh,
0: i usually do bourbon okay i guess i don't know i'm and i always like defer to the the bartender too i'm like okay. whatever you want to do explore yeah. the, explore the space uh, yeah it
1: depends on what you're in the mood for you want something smooth a little bit of spice but you can find that in either category but anyway go ahead sorry my bad that's, yeah
0: it's all good uh <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, i I think we can wrap wrap this up. Uh, okay. Thanks for talking. Uh, do you have any closing closing words? I don't know
1: what kind of closing words should there be. Uh, don't drink for net. Um, drink for instead. <laughs> um, closing words. Thank you for having me. I'm glad we were able to do this and hang out. Um. Yeah, we were going back and forth there for a minute just being like, can we get Gotta cancel. Get, I almost can we... canceled it.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, it was, I a... was up
1: till 3am, 4am, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and I have to work at 5 and train someone uh, oh, today. No. Yeah. yeah, but it's always cool, like um, I really did feel like I was gonna stop doing music for a bit um, once you put out this EP, I'm like, I think I'm gonna be done with this stuff soon really? and then Yeah, yeah, I don't know I just, I got in my head about it I got in my head about it I was feeling really discouraged Um, I was really exhausted from putting out all the Like I did all the, like so much When we put out that EP Um, Doing all the music videos and everything Editing, keeping up on social media And doing all that was kind of exhausting for me But it was a learning experience And I know how to better prepare for next time um, Once I had a break from it but um, also going on tour with Insiggy um, reignited why I love doing what I'm doing, um, yeah. like music in any capacity, and reignited why I love Woolbright and why I love doing this and um, to keep keep it going. Like I don't know why sometimes your brain puts on gloves and is like I'm gonna fight you, yeah. Uh, and you got to be like, no, I put your gloves on and fight her back a little bit. Be nice to her because there's a reason why she's got gloves on. But
0: yeah, damn, that's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i feel yeah it's you know if it takes a lot to and just outside of like you know writing these songs and like putting yourself out there that way you also have to be like hey come on down to check out you know you gotta do all this other stuff that that comes along with it
1: that's not recording music right <laughs> playing music. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah mm.
1: But I've been, uh, yeah. So it's cool. And what I'm saying is it's cool to do this and, like, talk. I know we talked a lot of bartending stuff, which I also love. It's part of my life. Um, But, like, it's cool to, like, for you to care and want to, like, you know, talk to me about music stuff. Right? And that's pretty cool. Yeah. So I appreciate it.
0: Hell, yeah. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. Wolbright, it's great. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. You're doing great. Thank you. Everything's awesome. Everything's (laughs) great. But, no, yeah. I, yeah, definitely. Well, cause like, you know, I don't, I just like talking to people. I like talking to cool people I think are interesting. Like, that's the whole thing about this podcast. I'm not like, I'm not getting money from, I don't know, yeah. from whoever, from uh, com or wherever, yeah. you know, other, other, <laughs> uh, uh, other podcasts are getting money. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and I think, you know, uh, even like little, and I like to tell people, like, their music's cool. I'll just send them, like, a message or something. Like, hey, this is cool. Yeah. Because I know that goes a long way, you it know. It really does. Yeah.
1: It really wow. does. I think it's important to, in any capacity, express how you're feeling, like, about, like, if you think something, good, especially if it's a good thought, it's a positive thought, you think it's going to someone's going to feel good like words of affirmation I know is big for a lot of people and just being able to share that light and joy with other people it goes a long way and it carries on to other to others it's a little little, uh, triple trickle effect Mm -hmm. that so a
0: little Turkish a little Turkish delight I hand out to people yeah Yeah. oh that's cool yeah it's you know and I don't know it's hard times mental health (laughs) wise you know (laughs) Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, cool, Candace, Uh Stay on yeah. for a second. Uh, yeah. You had options, but you decided to talk to me, and I appreciate it. What was that? What you had you had options, but you decided to talk yeah. to me, and I appreciate yeah. it.
1: Of course, Michael. Thank you for freaking having me, dude. And-